0: our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Mm -hmm. I wonder seriously what today Mothering Sunday might mean to you. For some of us, it is remembering our mothers, Perhaps they've died recently, or perhaps they've died some years ago. For others, it will be that deep, deep sadness that they haven't yet been able to be a mother. For others, there will be all sorts of mixed emotions. The image of mother and motherhood is massive in the Bible. We tend to talk of God as father and actually if we pray to God as mother we can feel a bit odd about it and yet that image is there for God is neither male nor female. Actually what God is is beyond our understanding and we have made this very binary, understanding, haven't we, of who people are even. I'm sure that you know men without all the complications of gender that's around today, I'm sure that you know men who are quite caring and loving and might be described as having characteristics that are female and equally women who we might describe as strong and determined and even brutal. And we put them in those barriers. So perhaps today, with all of that understanding and that mixed understanding, we can look at these readings today and our wider understanding and maybe see some of the characteristics of a mother that are God's characteristics towards us, but God's call also for us to be like that to one another and to the community. I wonder if you can imagine longing, longing for something. Hannah, in the story just before what Linda read to us, had longed for a child. In those days, and perhaps in these days, even in our country, some people are judged by whether they can have children or not. And Hannah in her community would have been considered to be sinful would have been considered to be bad. And in fact, her husband could have divorced her for not having children. Hannah is desperate. She's longing, longing, longing for a child. Do you know what that's like? Maybe it's not a child. Maybe it's for somebody to be healed. Maybe it's, to be loved, maybe it's to have a partner, maybe there's something deeper in these last years, has it been to see somebody who lives miles and miles away and you haven't been able to? Do you know what it feels like to long? Hannah longed so much that it brought her to prayer. And one of the hard things about the Bible is that some of the barren women in the Bible are given an answer to their prayers. And for Hannah, she was given an answer to her prayers. But let's just stick with that longing. God longs for you and me. God longs as he looks at the situation across the world. And at the moment, our eyes are on the Ukraine. But let's not forget other places, the Yemen, Afghanistan, Lebanon, Syria, Israel, parts of Africa, places where people are causing others to suffer. And God longs for you and me to love one another. God longs for us to turn towards God. There's a picture in the prophets of God being like a mother with a toddler, waiting for the toddler to walk towards them. Do you know that feeling? a tiny toddler, and and you're not sure if they're going to fall or what. God is there longing for you and me. But God longs too for us to long. To long for each other. Have you come here this morning because you longed to be with each other? Forgive me, but I don't think you did. Did you come here this morning because you needed to? Because you miss each other? I think when the pandemic first hit, we did get there. We wanted to be, but was it one another? And how about our community? Do we long for them to know God, to love God enough? That it takes us to prayer so that somebody would think that we were drunk. Because that's what Hannah did. So first of all, God is a God who longs. That deep gut emotion. But then God is a God who does something very strange. And within our culture, it's really strange. But um, when I lived in the Congo, actually it, it wasn't so strange, but God lets go. Hannah, in the passage that Linda read, brings Samuel back to the temple and offers him back to God to serve there. Hannah noticed and knew that the promise that she'd made was really important. But actually, if you look at it as what a mother is doing, the mother knew that this was the best thing for Samuel. Samuel was going to be taught. Samuel was going to grow in a place where he would be educated and learn. Samuel was going to become somebody very special. Do you know what it's like to let go? To let your children leave home? Perhaps that was a good thing for you. But on other occasions, it's really hard. we have heard the stories of people who are so caught up in addictions that they begin to wreck the family and parents have to make a decision to let go so that they don't aid them in that. We sometimes have to let go and let somebody know that we are okay with the fact that they're going to die. Letting go can be as simple as letting go of the back of a bicycle when the child thinks you're still holding on and letting them cycle by themselves. But it can be as hard as letting someone know that they can die. But mothers do that. Letting go doesn't mean stopping loving, does it? Letting go can mean not letting the other person know how much it hurts. But not always, sometimes that matters too. Letting go is about freeing. And God does that with you and me. God has given us our freedom. As a church, as individuals, God wants us to grow up, not to be little children toddling all the time not riding our bicycles not getting on with the call that he's had for us God says I want you to grow up and we need to do that for one another too how easy is it to control things it's easy for me standing up here to say that Doing things the way that we've always done them, or doing things like this because without allowing change and transformation, without allowing things, without allowing somebody to do it slightly differently. My experience was that my mum was better than doing that than my dad you might find it was the other way around. But can we let go like a mother? Or then can we love like a mother? That passage from Colossians. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other. If you're going to genderize that, where would you put it? It's not a gender, it's describing God. And it's describing what God wants to be for you and me. It's describing what real love is. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. It then goes on to show how we can do that as Christians by allowing Christ Christ's word and Christ's Holy Spirit to dwell within us. God loves you and me. God loves so much that that compassion and grace and love and forgiveness is there. And God calls you and me to love like that, to be willing to face one another, to be willing to share with one another. And then God asks us to love our community. Loving one another here, but allowing that love, that motherly love, to go out there and care for our neighbours, for our friends, for the people that we bump into or try not to. In the shops. And then finally, God calls us to feel like a mother. There are two images I'd like us to hold between us. One is that image of Mary pouring ointment over Jesus, whether she knew he was going to die and was preparing him for his burial or whether she was just thinking he was the most important person and all her emotions came out of her, more important than any object that she had. There's that image. But there's also that image of Mary standing at the foot of the cross and despairing. God feels. God longs. God lets go of us. God loves us. But God feels all this. Can we feel like a mother? Can we make these things a pattern for our Christian life? Can we risk noticing? the things that are sad, the things that are difficult, or are we so frozen by the fact that we see nastiness all the time that we no longer care? We look at places like the Ukraine, and we wonder what we can do. And actually, perhaps we can do very little We can do the bits we can do, but but perhaps we can't do very much. But God teaches us to start where we are. A mother starts being a mother within a home. Whatever that home might look like. It might be a hovel. It might be by the roadside as you're running away from danger. But a mother does all those things, longs, let go, love and feels, closest to home. May God show us this week how to love those around us in the way that God mothers us. Amen.